Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Last week, we discovered that regardless of the circumstances Jesus was in, he often went to be by himself to pray. He went away from the crowds and silenced all the other voices to have a special, intimate moment with his Father in heaven. After one of those special times, the crowd was searching for him and tried to keep him from leaving them. Luke's account of last week's text puts it this way. Luke chapter 4, verses 42 to 43. Now when it was day, he departed and went into a deserted place. And the crowd sought him and came to him, and tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. So let us continue with our series titled, What Did Jesus Do? Jesus declared that his purpose of why he had been sent was to preach the kingdom of God on earth. Remember that Jesus had been sent from the Father's heart to us. That is, from the most secret and intimate place of love. That is, from where he came, he came to us. In grace and truth he came. He preached the kingdom of God for our benefit. Preached in this context is to bring, announce, or declare the good news. The good news that the kingdom of God had come on earth in Jesus. Luke chapter 17, verses 20 to 21. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus is referring to the presence of the kingdom is here within their midst, as he is the king. The kingdom is embodied in the king. In Jesus, the kingdom of heaven or God had come down on earth to us. The king and his kingdom cannot be separated. Receive the king and we receive his kingdom. He brings his eternal kingdom, his kingdom that never fades away and dwells within everyone who receives and believes in him. The kingdom of God is indeed good news. His kingdom is a place of healing and deliverance, equality and justice, honour and respect, freedom and empowerment, 
peace and harmony, love and life. There were prophets who came before him and declared what would happen when the Messiah, he, the Anointed One, the Saviour and King, would come on earth. One such prophet was John the Baptist. He announced Jesus' coming. Yet at the time he was in prison, he sent two of his own followers to inquire of Jesus, to ask if God's kingdom had truly come on earth and if he was the coming one. Let us pick up the story in Luke chapter 7, verses 19 to 22. And John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? And that very hour he cured many of infirmities, afflictions and evil spirits. And to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Every aspect of Jesus' response reveals that the kingdom of God had come in himself. It is exactly what the Old Testament prophesied would happen at his coming. That is why he was sent, and that is what he was anointed to do. Jesus himself stood in the synagogue and quoted an Old Testament prophecy from the book of Isaiah of what would happen when the anointed Saviour of the world had come. That moment is recorded in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 to 21. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus' healing mission centred around preaching the good news to the poor. The poor, in the context of today's text, means destitute of honour, position, influence and wealth. As a result, completely powerless, especially in this world of sickness and captivity, inequality and injustice, shame and disrespect, bondage and powerlessness, conflict and chaos, fear 
and death. So the truth that God's kingdom had come on earth in Jesus is good news to the powerless. It's good news for all. As in God's kingdom, he honours each one with the greatest honour of all. His presence, his identity, his name. That is everything associated with him and his kingdom. His eternal kingdom of healing and deliverance, equality and justice, honour and respect, freedom and empowerment, peace and harmony, love and life. Jesus preached that God's kingdom has come on earth and the prophecies concerning this were fulfilled in his coming. That means that at that very moment in history, all those thousands of years ago, the prophecies were fulfilled. And when God speaks, it is so. Jesus declared God's kingdom was for all people, regardless of age, gender or ethnicity. He was sent to heal the brokenhearted and to set at liberty the oppressed by preaching the truth. The truth about God and the Father's love for all people. Jesus declared that because God so loves, that he sent him. He came from the Father's heart, the most intimate place, to set us free. Jesus proclaimed liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. That is liberty from the bondage of the destructive, selfish desires of the flesh, death and evil. All this for time now and for all eternity. Jesus did everything so that we could live in this world damaged by evil, no longer controlled by the selfish desires, death and evil or trapped in the eternal consequences of them. That is, to receive complete wholeness and freedom, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. To be at peace and rest, living in the reality of the goodness of God. A perfect peace that is God himself. This is indeed good news, and all is fulfilled in Jesus at the time he declared it all those centuries ago. Jesus also declared that in his coming it was the time of great grace and truth toward all people throughout the ages. We are still living in that time. That is the acceptable time of the Lord, and this time will continue until the gospel has been preached throughout the earth and all who will come to him have come. And at that moment, Jesus will return in all his glory. Evil will be completely eliminated and complete peace and harmony will be restored throughout the entire universe. We will receive our full inheritance of the King and his kingdom, including our eternal physical bodies. Bodies that never get sick, wear out or die. But most of all, we will see him face to face and physically be with him forever.
What a glorious eternity is destined for all who receive and believe in the King. Until that day, the gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached. As Jesus walked the earth as a man, there were those who followed him. He journeyed with them and did life with them. When he sent them out to preach the good news concerning the kingdom of God in his name, they received everything associated with his name. That included his power over all demons and diseases. So as they proclaimed the kingdom of God had come in Jesus, healings took place and lives transformed for all eternity. The proclamation of God's truth is central to Jesus' healing mission and continued through his disciples throughout the ages. For it was for this very reason that Jesus was sent. So what did Jesus do? He preached. At a time not long after Jesus had ascended into heaven, there was heavy persecution against the preaching of the gospel. Yet the preaching of the gospel continued, as nothing can stop God's mission and purpose. The gospel spread throughout the region through Jesus' disciples. The book of Acts testifies of the continuation of Jesus' mission and the preaching of the gospel truth. Acts chapter 8 Verses 3 to 4. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. All those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. The word that Jesus is the Christ the Anointed One who came, lived, died, rose and ascended on high. That in believing and receiving Him, there is healing and deliverance, equality and justice, honour and respect, freedom and empowerment, peace and harmony, love and life. Salvation for this life and for all eternity. Everywhere they went they carried his presence and the imperishable seed of the gospel truth. The advancing of his eternal kingdom cannot be stopped. So as the disciples journeyed through this life, they declared the truth to others. In doing so, they were sowing into the hearts and minds of all who would listen and receive sowing the imperishable eternal seed of truth and God's kingdom. Throughout the book of Acts, we are privy to some of the content of what was preached. Each message was unique and contextualised according to the recipient's culture, beliefs and where they were on their journey. To the Jew, he was the one who fulfils God's covenant promise to Israel. He is their Messiah and King who brings his eternal kingdom on earth. To the non-Jew, he is the one sent to all people 
by the one true God who created. There is a common thread throughout every message through the book of Acts. Each one was centred on Jesus as the Christ, the Anointed One, the Saviour of the world. The disciples preached what Jesus preached. They preached that the Kingdom of God had come in Jesus. They testified of how he had to suffer, be crucified, and on the third day rose from the dead to life. How he willingly laid down his life, as this is the will of the Father, and this is the will of the Son. They proclaimed that in his life, death, and resurrection, Jesus made the way to receive forgiveness of all offences ever said, thought, or done, and be free from their controlling forces and eternal consequences. Throughout the proclamations, there is the call to receive and believe Jesus, to simply say yes to Jesus, receive the King, and receive his kingdom with all its benefits. So they proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God, the name of Jesus the Christ, and everything associated with his name. That is who he is, what he has done, and will do. So what did Jesus do? He preached and continues to preach through his disciples. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he did not preach a set of rules or laws. Instead, he preached the good news of the truth about God and his kingdom. He proclaimed it wherever he went, in the temple and in houses, on the mountains and in the valleys, on oceans deep and rivers wide, in the cities and the villages, along the highways and the byways of this world, Jesus preached. He sowed the seed of truth, the pure seed of the gospel. Whether we are on the mountaintop or in the valley or walking through the wilderness or possessing the promised land, may we always remember the honour and privilege that we have been given. We are proclaimers of the King and His Kingdom. The preaching of the Gospel cannot be stopped. It is the imperishable seed, the truth and good news to all people. His Kingdom is advancing to the ends of the earth in the hearts and minds of every disciple. So what did Jesus do when he walked the earth as a man? He preached. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.